Welcome to this edition of the Louisville Luxury Homes podcast series brought to you by John Mand with Winnihan Sotheby's International Realty. John, as always, good to see you. Great to see you, Greg. So I have a, a question. Last time we talked, we were discussing some of the, um, the market statistics for 2016. And towards the end, you talked about new construction and mm-hmm. how sometimes they didn't really show up in statistics. But I'm curious, what is your role or what is a realtor's role in buying new construction? Is that something that people should consider? Because um, I know a lot of people sort of go around a realtor. They decide not to use a realtor and sometimes they just buy a lot. How does that actually, what, what's the best way in your opinion to put that whole process together? Um, well, there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> right. I'm going to ask a question for five so, minutes, and then you can just go. Yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah, you're right. I mean, th- there's a uh, – oftentimes a, uh, an individual decides to build, and they'll go out and, and find a lot, purchase the lot, and, and then, you know, often just try to do it on their own. Um, and, uh, you know, depending on their experience with – real estate agents, you know, that may be the wisest uh, decision uh, for that, uh, for the typical agent. And, and I don't mean that to disparage uh, other professionals in the industry. It's just that new construction is a, a different animal than the existing uh, single family home sales. And, and most uh, real estate agents, you know, they're experts in, you know, values in a neighborhood and can comp out your property and, and do all this marketing and everything. Uh, but when it comes to new construction, it's just a very different process and, and one that a lot of people are not uh, very familiar with. So uh, so I think that's why people often just do it themselves uh, because there's not necessarily a lot of value add there. Um, obviously, you know, our uh, office and experience in the uh, new construction segments are uh, very different. Um, and I think there's a tremendous amount of value that we bring to the table for uh, for people that are looking to, to build a new home. And we're kind of talking about the process where someone's starting from scratch. So mm-hmm. they're not not a home that's halfway completed or mm-hmm. something like that. You're talking exactly. about from the very beginning. So A custom build a custom start build. to finish. Mm-hmm. What, what would the value add? What would John Mann bring to the to the table here? Like, if I'm looking, what are you going to help me with? Well, uh, you know, let's start at the beginning. Uh, should you build a house? <laughs> <laughs> or should you buy a house? Uh, you know, there's going to be a, a premium typically on, on new construction compared to the uh, values that you can get uh, on buying an existing single family. So what is that premium? Um, does it make sense uh, to, to pay a little bit extra and get it exactly the way you want? Um, so that's a, a good first start, you know, is to get out there, look at the existing inventory and uh, make sure that there's nothing on the market that checks most of your boxes that would suit your needs um, at a much lower price point uh, before deciding maybe to jump jump in and, uh, and do new construction. Have um, you found that a lot of people like the idea that it sounds cool and they say, I want to build a new house and you start asking a couple of questions and it turns out they can actually find what is already available and, and they don't realize how difficult it can be. Not every new construction job is, is tough, but sometimes it's a little harder than they might think. Yeah. Um, you know, oftentimes I, I've found that, you know, when people say they want to build, uh, they typically end up building. Um, and, uh, you know, that's different than when people often come to me and say, you know, hey, I want to buy a house and I'm okay tackling a project, a renovation project. Usually they, they're not okay <laughs> with tackling a renovation project when we get into the process. Uh, but when they come to me and say, yes, you know, we've decided we want to build, um, it, it's more just confirming that, yes, this is the right course for the, for their situation. And so we go through that. Um, and so just deciding, you know, if it makes sense to build um, and understanding, you know, what that cost is going to be versus buying existing um, and pulling the trigger on that uh, first step uh, is very important. And then at the point you've decided you want to build, uh, where should you build? 
Um, so there's a lot that goes into that. You know, what kind of uh, lifestyle are you looking for in the new home? Um, and, and what kind of value uh, are you looking for? You know, the all-in uh, cost on the new property. Um, making sure that, you know, we select a neighborhood that's going to support that value long term, that you're not going to be the, the big house in the neighborhood or out of place where you buy into a neighborhood uh, only to find uh, the prices reset around you, um, you know, in a year or so down the road, uh, and everybody ends up building houses that are half the size of yours. You know, that uh, making sure that you're protecting that long-term investment um, is a critical component, too. And how do you go about doing the homework ahead of time to know what some of these neighborhoods are. Like, how, how do you accumulate that knowledge to protect me from, like you said, a, a, a subdivision revaluing their their bilge or something along those lines? Well, you know, it's going to be based on our experience uh, in the market, obviously. I mean, if we go into a neighborhood um, that... Uh, you know, kind of an untested model or that we don't think maybe the market's there, you know, being able to share that with a customer that, look, you know, what the what they're saying is going to happen here sounds great, but that has not been our experience. And you might want to uh, sit on the sidelines a little while and just watch this play out. Um, the strength of the developer, you know, making sure you've got a reputable developer for the neighborhood that has a history of uh, doing what they say they're going to do, protecting the home values, protecting the architectural integrity of the neighborhood. Um, those are huge considerations as well. Okay, so when, when someone nails down an area and you help them maybe even down to the, the neighborhood subdivision level, what then? Um, then we've got to find a, the lot for them to build on. So, you know, depending again on the style of house that they're looking for, uh, you know, it, that's going to be one of the easier components is, you know, do they want a walkout lot or do they want a flat lot? Uh, but being able to evaluate these things, kind of filter them for the clients and know that, hey, what, you know, what I'm sending them is going to be relevant and it's going to uh, fit the house. It's going to have, uh, you know, enough frontage to do the, the size of the house that they want to do to have the uh, streetscape that they want to have um, and then also uh, have the floor plan uh, work with the uh, the lay of the land because you can certainly rack up some costs pretty quickly in site work uh, if you buy a lot that's not you know necessarily suited to what you're intending to build. And then where, where does a, a builder come into play? At what point um, do people typically already have a builder in mind? Are you bridging that that information gap because you have a relationship with so many different builders? How does that work? You know, we're often uh, involved in that process. And even if somebody comes in and they've got a builder in mind, um, you know, they often look to us because we obviously, you know, we sell more uh, vacant land uh, than, you know, for residential building than any other brokerage in, in the entire community. So we've got great relationships with all the high-end custom home builders. Um, and we know, you know, uh, we know the good ones, <laughs> quite <laughs> frankly. So people often bounce their, their ideas off of us. Um, we're always happy to make suggestions, obviously, as well um, on the, you know, to refer those builders that uh, we've had uh, good experiences with. Um, but, uh, you know, in terms of getting the builder involved, that's a, uh, a great time. You know, at the point we've decided to build, and we've also decided kind of general areas of town that we're interested in, you know, during this part of the process, we're pulling a builder into the conversation um, to start looking, you know, as we get into identifying lots, obviously, uh, I'm not a builder. <laughs> I don't uh, purport to be one. Um, so it's great to have a builder involved at this point to help give some ideas on, uh, you know, uh, their input on the on the lots and, and, you know, when we're deciding, uh, you know, what looks like a great home site for somebody, that's a, uh, uh, certainly a value add. And then as you get into the uh, design of a house uh, with a builder or with an architect, you know, having your real estate agent involved at that point uh, can be very helpful. I mean, everybody builds these homes and says, you know, this is my forever house, but I 
can't tell you how many <laughs> listing appointments I go on, and people say, well, we built this as our forever That's house right. we're selling our two forever years house. ago, but now we're moving. So um, these things happen. You know, life happens. So um, having an agent involved on the front end to say, okay, you know, this is exactly what we want. What do you think of it? And and I have clients do that, uh, you know, send me their plans all the time, and I, I'm happy to look at it and say, this is, looks awesome, exactly the way you guys want it. Uh, but if you ever had to sell it, you may want to think about this, you know, this, that, or the other. Um, so you you're know, saying the best use of, of you as a professional is to, is to hire you all the way through the process, not to help find a lot and then not talk to you again. Yes, exactly. I mean, there's a there's a lot of steps along the way. Um, and again, you know, we're in this market every day dealing with all the builders in town. You know, we know new construction. Um, and if something just kind of doesn't seem right, doesn't feel right, you know, having us as a resource to be able to reach out and say, hey, this is what I'm being told by, you know, XYZ subcontractor, or, uh, you know, this is a problem that uh, somebody mentioned to me. Um, does that make sense to you? And just being a sounding board for people in those situations is helpful. But uh, again, the design considerations is huge. You know, we've had clients that, uh, you know, downsizing that, you know, wanted to build a, uh, a one-bedroom ranch, you know, for $800,000, uh, which worked for them. You know, they didn't entertain. The kids came in just from college occasionally, <laughs> um, and they had bedrooms in the lower level. But uh, you may want to, you know, if that's what you want to do, great. But that you, really does need to be your forever home, doesn't yes, it? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, selling an $800,000 one-bedroom house might be a little bit of a challenge. So you may want to design into that house flex spaces that could be converted back to bedrooms down the road if somebody needed to do that. Um, and so that's just the kind of thing, you know, you don't have to build it a, a way that doesn't work for you, but you may want to try to design it in a way that it could easily be modified into something that's more marketable. And then let's say we're, we're moving down that path where someone's hired uh, a builder. Who do you talk to the most? So if you're the agent and you're helping the the client the buyer mm -hmm. does everything go through you and then to the builder and then the builder to you to the client or is this sort of a an equal co-share and the three of you the three parties get together and talk and make sure everyone's on the same page and move forward that way it's very much an open dialogue with all the parties talking um, you know we are not the conduit through the builders nor do I want to be the one filtering that because at the point the house gets built and something's not right or it starts to get built and it's not according to what the, you know I don't want to be uh, the, the reason that the communication got uh, garbled you know between the builder and the client so the builders and the clients we're not trying to get in the middle of that relationship at all we're just trying to be a supplemental to that uh, relationship that we can get pulled into the conversation by the builder or by the client uh, to help and kind of uh, make sure that the process moves smoothly and make sure that uh, and that the ultimately the goal here is to make sure that our clients end up with a great house at a great value you know and that the long-term investment uh, is going to be secure. And, and you've talked about this before. Your, your whole approach is to think of real estate as an asset, right? Mm -hmm. So you're helping protect, it sounds like, your client's assets. So it might be great if they enjoy it for a few years, but mm -hmm. you have to protect them that in the future True. they have something they can do something with. Yeah, I mean, that's what I don't want to have them do is, is call me and say, we said this was our forever house <laughs> two years ago, but now we need to sell it. And by the way, we built, you know, something that's unsaleable. Uh, you know, so that's that's what we're just trying to, you know. And again, obviously people can, uh, we certainly don't want to dissuade anybody from doing what they want to do, but at least help them make all their decisions, you know, as fully informed as possible that um, understand that to get it the way you want it is perfectly fine. Uh, but at the point you go to sell it, 
uh, not everybody will necessarily want it that way. So that's that's kind of the value add just throughout the process, being able to just be that sounding board for the clients um, and uh, you know being a resource for both clients and the builders uh, as we work through that. Okay, so one more question. If there's a house already being built and the, obviously the builder's in place, the lot's in place, mm-hmm. it's, it's, would you still suggest that someone contact you or a realtor as opposed to just sort of knocking on the door and saying, is the builder here? Can I buy this house? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, it, it just goes back to the fact that uh, you know, we're being pulled into those situations based on our experience and market knowledge, you know, that uh, you can knock on the door and, and talk to them and, and go that route. Um, but, you know, the average consumer's got a pretty limited experience. You know, the average real estate agent has limited experience <laughs> with new construction, let alone the average consumer. Um, and so making sure, you know, does the pricing seem realistic for the level of finish that's in there? Um, you know, all the other considerations that I just talked through. Um, and then, you know, working through, you know, depending on what point of construction the house is under, you've still got to get it finished. Um, and, and so there's still a lot of those same design considerations and other things to, to talk about. So, yes, I think it is uh, absolutely worthwhile uh, to pull a, a, a you know, experienced professional uh, into those situations, you know, that can add some input uh, and some value to that uh, decision. And if someone's listening or reading and they want to talk to you, the experienced mm-hmm. professional, what's the best way to reach John Mand? Uh, JohnMand.com, J-O-N-M-A-N-D.com. That is uh, the best place to find me. I've got uh, a blog on that site, regularly update with uh, topics like this, and, of course, all my contact information. Perfect. See you on the next podcast. Great. Thanks, Greg.